This is a Burn FM podcast. Hello, listeners. This is uh, take two of episode six. The audio from the first time around kind of got corrupted, and all that was left by the end of it was some audio from our Breakfast with Bonobos segment. It was an odd title anyway, given our monkey is not a bonobo. He does cook some mean eggs, though. This is terrible. But we can't tell him that. He'll go insane. Mmm, yeah, it's really good, thanks. The, uh, the cockroaches give it an extra crunch, you know, when you get past the initial crunch of the eggshells. Thanks, monkey. No, no, I couldn't possibly eat any more. Yes, you could. It'd be rude not to. Uh, what about you, Sam? You should have some. Eat up. Well, I'm vegan now. As in vegan in, like, the last five minutes? Yeah, seeing the monkey's pure cooking culinary talent, it really made me think about the treatment of animals or something like that. Alice will have thrown in the audio by now, I'm sure. Wait, I thought you told me that she was going on strike. Oh, right. Um, well, no. She was maybe, let's say, unhappy with her lack of pay. But in the end, I was the one who had to let her go. In fact, now you've mentioned it, I'll just edit in it in now. Uh, like this. See, that was easy. Alice always made it look so hard. I mean, she never actually did any because we told her to. Oh, um, that's because I always told her not to do them. I figured it would give us kind of like an underproduced indie kind of vibe. Sam, what the hell? I've just been going off on her about that. And it's her birthday today. <laughs> Alice, I'm sorry. Uh, you know that Lego set or the Roman Colosseum you wanted for your birthday? I mean, I, I didn't get it for you. That thing is way too expensive. But I did find a copy of the instruction booklet online. Um, Dan, I don't think that's going to cut it. Well, I'm trying to fix the mess you made. Uh, I guess we can... Everyone say... Happy birthday, Alice! <laughs> Uh, yeah, if you guys are hearing another voice in this, uh, I forgot to explain. Sam told me we had a surprise for this episode, and, well, I'm done fighting him on these things at this point. What was your reasoning for this time? Well, we've been talking recently about how the show's going in the trash, and how we need to find ways to make sure we can drag it on so that it lasts forever, you know? Um, but I was trying to think of that, and I was trying to draw some inspiration from Sawyer, and I was like, I know, the MBU. The MBU? Yeah, the monkey business universe. You know, we can bring in all those tertiary characters that everyone cares so much about, like Doris, Alice and John, give them all their little side stories. Did you just call me a character? You get used to it. So yeah, listeners, that's why John's here. Yeah, um, I'm, I really don't know what you want me to say. First of all, I want you to get closer to the mic, John. Oh, uh, and you should say, welcome to monkey business. I'm not saying that. Whatever. Oh, yeah, I need to put the intro in. Uh, I don't know if that worked. I can just play it on my phone. Uh, let me just get this up. Uh, monkey spinning monkeys? Is that picking up? I, I don't think that's loud enough. Uh, shall I just hum? Um, yeah, maybe. You're doing it wrong, Dan. Sam, there's no lyrics to this. How am I meant to... You know, it's like... 
哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒I thought we could bring him back as a bit of a throwback to the good old days when we're still finding our footing and still kind of god awful. You know, do you remember all that, John? No, what good old days? You know, when me and John had that visit to the zoo and we met the little guy and, you know, John brought his gelato. And when he let the monkey run straight out of the room and we lost him for a whole month. I'm not chasing a monkey. Are you insane? Those things will destroy you. They're absolutely merciless. Really? Are they? What do you know about monkeys, John? I was there. Where? What the bloody hell are you talking about? Well, I remember you was letting it go. Oh, good idea. Play up hating John, and that way we can go for the drama angle. We can really make things spicy. I do hate John. No offence. Well, no. Lots of offence. No, it's alright. I hate you too. Does anyone hate me? <laughs> Thanks. It's so good to be included in these things. Now, now that we got that out of the way, should we move on to our first monkey of the week? Well, I figured we could go bring it back to the basics, you know, cover what one everyone knows. This week we're covering orangutans. Wow, that's what you are, little guy. <laughs> Sam, we've been over this. As I've told you several times, orangutans are orange. It's literally in the name. Well, if it's in the name, where's the E? You don't want to see an orangutan on E. What's E? Don't worry about it. Anyway, uh, orangutans are great apes. I'll say. And they're found in parts of Borneo and Sumatra. Weren't you guys just saying earlier that you aren't supposed to interrupt each other? It's not interrupting, John. It's synergy. That's why we're nominated for Best Hosts. Yeah, but you didn't exactly win, did you? Well, we're Burn FM's premier award-losing podcast. Quiet up, John, or I'll kick you out. Orangutans are known for being especially solitary furries. Just like John, you friendless swine. Maybe try keeping in contact next time you go missing. Being alone is better for me. How convenient. Um, uh, doesn't Wikipedia usually say something about what they eat around this point? Uh, bark. Woof. No, Sam, they eat bark, along with honey and fruit. They're one of the most intelligent primates, and they're very handy with tools. They have large cheek pads. Is he always such a perv? No. That's it, John. I'm taking away your speaking privileges. I'm turning the mic away from you. You can get it back when you behave. Frick. Uh, as I was saying... The cheek pads are on the face, being made of fatty tissues. Orangutans also have good communication abilities, using guttural noises and gestures, such as presenting a body part. John, put that middle finger away. These communicate goals such as stop that. I wasn't doing anything. No, that's not what I meant. Whatever. Oh, right, yeah, I forgot to mention, we're running out of B words for the little guy. Do you mean bananas? John, stop that. We can order some more in later. We need to get back to the podcast, though. Okay, okay, just don't forget them. He's a hungry boy. I know he's a hungry boy, aren't we all? Can I just start? Okay. Whilst they can still have territorial conflicts, orangutans are well known for being some of the most peaceful primates out there. That's not what I learned during the monkey wars. Oh, uh, do you mean the Gambe chimpanzee wars of 1974-78? I mean, we weren't planning on covering that, uh, given how violent the two chimpanzee communities got. But if you're such an expert, I'll, I'll flip the mic back to you. Well, uh, first of all, I don't have a clue what this Gambe chimp war you're on about is. I'm talking about THE monkey war. 
of 2022. Oh, how cool. There was a monkey war in 2022. That's not cool. And no, there wasn't. You don't know, man. You weren't there. Oh, and you were? Yep. Lost a lot of good primates that day. Wait, are you talking about monkeys or humans? Yes. And they're all surrounding me. I didn't have my trusty RPG. You know, it's funny you mentioned orangutans. Not a lot of monkeys look orange when they've been stained with blood. Christ, John, you can't be serious. Oh, but I am. You see, it all started way back in 2022. It is 2022. Way to date the podcast. Sam, you can't date a podcast. Well, you can't date orangutans either, but according to this Wikipedia fact that you missed... I didn't miss it, I skipped it. This is a family-friendly show. Can I get back to talking about the monkey war, or do you two need a minute? Yeah, yeah, just go on. Let's see, where was I? Ah, yes, 2022. Around Easter. That's supposed to be a holy time, but what I witnessed there would make God piss his pants. You see, I always find out if monkeys could be receptive to certain types of training. We already know they can learn sign language, type, and cook, debatably, but I wanted to teach them some skills no man ever had. Like puppeteering? Because we already tried that one and it doesn't really no. work. Okay. Armed warfare. Oh. I've got a poem that I wrote from around that time, actually. Actually, we usually talk about these things before we... The screams of the howler monkeys still okay. split through my brain. He's Blew through the air like bullets made of poo. That's a screw. Humans and monkeys alike face down in the mud. The world laid waste as ape battled ape. Something has to break, my body or my mind. Suddenly a call from the flanks. Back, back, quick boys, an ecstasy of fumbling. That's just Flinging the clumsy mess. Molotovs just in time. The orangutans were screaming, the chimps were crying, the howler monkeys were silent because they were dead. Caught in the crossfire, the bullets of poo. I ate so much poo that day. Um, you really did just steal from what we're doing. Who's, who's that? Yeah, um, the famous World War II poet. Well, that was um, really moving stuff, John. Um, what was the inspiration for that? Well, we were winning in the first place, but when they got the weapons, the grenades, the maces, it was a bloodbath. Wait, sorry, who is we? What the hell are all the... Where the hell are the alliances? What the hell were you doing anywhere near this? There are no sides in war. Just puppet soldiers for the military dogs. Oh, so you were teaching them puppeteering. And there were dogs in the military? Wait, wait, wait. Who the hell was puppeteering this then? Fate. It sounds like you just gave a bunch of monkeys guns and then got them to kill each other. That's absolutely ridiculous. It, if it wasn't so clearly a bunch of bull, you'd be right out of here. No second warnings. The fact that you're even joking about this is disgusting. Hey, who said I was joking? You can see this scar here. I got that from a crab-eating macaque. They should call it a John-eating macaque. That's your belly button, though. Come on, John, I'm all for fun stories and embellishing the truth, but it's got to be more believable than that. Are you sure you just aren't high on that E? The only thing I got high on was fear. Fear for my life. Once you see a chimp trying to bust open a nut with a grenade, you never recover. I thought they only did that with Brock. God, was he okay? No. He starved to death. Why didn't you just open it up for him, then? was my place. Sounds like it was exactly your place, given that you were probably the one who gave the grenade in this situation. But the nut was his to crack. I couldn't take that from him. Not like you kids, feeding bananas to this little thing. Not letting him exercise his wild instinct at all. He's hungry though, and like Dan said, please, don't say that. Say B words instead. I'll say what I want to say. 
Not anymore, you won't. I'm taking your mic privileges away again. And this time, I won't peak the audio. I think you did peak the audio. I can still hear me, you prick. Well, it's a good thing London listeners can hear John's insane rambling anymore. Yep, I absolutely can. Sorry, I don't hear swine. Um, well, uh, anyway, I guess it's time to move on to the next segment. What next segment? We don't have anything else prepared. I'm sure we can find something. Uh, just, uh, not John no more. Uh, how about family trees and exploration into the trees best suited for monkey inhabitants? Well, we've already talked about the one outside. What other trees are there to talk about? Well, there's, like, uh, bonsai trees? I don't think they'll be very good for monkey inhabitants. Uh, maybe we should just give up and end the episode here. We've got, like, a, what, ten minutes? Like, twelve. Twelve? That's, that's a lot by our standards. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> we always cut it short anyway. Your eye is quite short, you mean? Like, five foot one, right? No, five foot two, thank you very much. And a half. Whatever, we can't just end it here. This is the last episode of season one. We have to go out on a bang to get the people back next time. You know, maybe we can throw in a cliffhanger or something. So a lot of good monkeys go out on a bang during the war. Shh, John, shut up. What do you mean, season one? And how could we have a cliffhanger? We're a podcast about monkeys. Why don't we talk more about the good old days? What the hell are you talking about? You know, what you were saying about earlier. About the monkey, and the zoo, and the people outside. Oh, sure, like, prequel stuff? We can do that. Well, I remember it was a really nice day, so you said we should pop on over to the local zoo. And that's when we met the monkey, and it was best friendship at first sight. Um, that's about it, though. I don't know what else there is to explain. How did you meet the monkey? What do you mean, you? You were there as well. And anyway, you know how. It was your idea. You can't prove that. I, I mean, go over what happened in exact detail. It's fine. No one believes this story anymore anyway. It's just all part of the monkey business law, as far as our audience is concerned. Okay, okay, well then. When we went to the zoo, at first we saw the pandas, but I wasn't really so bothered about them. And then we saw the hippos, and we all know Dance hates them, so we sent him a bunch of pictures. With a passion, I hate them. They are just okay, the worst. Yeah. yeah, it's true, really. You shouldn't ever show him pictures of hippos. It was a mistake. I went um, into a blind rage. But yeah, then there's the sloths, the meerkats, and... Uh... Hurry up, get to it. Well... Then there was the monkey, and there was only the monkey, literally, in this massive enclosure. There was only one monkey there. Uh, I guess all the rest were inside for lunch or something, and... Well, I'd already told you about how I was going to be a co-host on Dan's Monkey Podcast, and you gave me a good idea on how I could make my role even more special. You got this idea on your own, but anyway, what was the idea? Well, I didn't, but... uh, There were no keepers around. So I could just kind of hop in, take the monkey, and he fit quite nicely into my huge backpack. And there was still some of my lunch kicking about in there, so he got fed and everything. It was pretty good. Right, that's all I needed. I'm taking this USB. Wait, you mean the monkey drive? Don't you dare. That's all our recordings. All of the monkey business. Exactly. All the evidence I need. You two are going down. Going down where? Town? Downtown? Oh, that's the shop I know. Uh, after I went there with, be- with that bang guy from where my monkey gone, the hit song... Shut up! Christ, you two are insufferable. How do people listen to this garbage? You're both under arrest. What, what this for? Was very good. Monkey napping. That's not a real charge, and by the sounds of it, this is entrapment. You planted the idea in Sam's head. You know he's easily led. It's true. I did once queue for like 15 minutes for what I thought was like some celebrity signing or something, and it was like the bathroom. He didn't even need to go. Whatever, whatever. It's 
be useful. Something, okay? Well, what about the monkey wall? Is that not animal abuse? Um, uh, well, that was all totally just a story, like you said. None of that actually happened at all. Uh, definitely not. You can't prove that it did, and you absolutely can't prove that I had anything to do with Sam stealing the monkey. What about all the pictures on the monkey drive that we took at the zoo together? You know, the cute one where you're helping me over the fence and putting the monkey into the bag and the one where you're distracting the security guards. No one will ever find any pictures like that on the monkey drive, the USB. But the listeners can see them now. Throw them in. Sam, it's the podcast. They can't see anything. Hey, wait, you can't take that. Of course I can. Please business. Dan, you know what this means? That we're both going to rotten jail? Yeah, exactly. No more monkey business. We can't have that. Oh. Oh, oh no. What are we going to do? He's, he's got us. Please. Please Listen, him. Dan, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I think I, think I have an idea. Quick, monkey attack. You, you can't expect a monkey to actually... Christ, Sam! Now's our chance. We can escape. Monkey, you know how to find us. You little pricks come... The audio you just heard was a recording from Monkey Business. A small, unsuccessful podcast. Like, seriously, just the worst. No one should ever listen to this crap. Anyway, it's centred around the crime of, uh, monkey napping. Over the past few months, I've slowly infiltrated the show for the purposes of undercover work. My decision to take on this case is unrelated to certain wages that may or may not be placed down at the station for who could get the most unusual arrest. Which... Not that anyone's asking. I haven't won, unfortunately, since they're still at large. As you just heard, the hosts of the show admit to the crime of monkey napping. Therefore, being liable to stand in court and face the appropriate punishment. However, the two have somehow managed to escape my grasp. The whereabouts of the chimpanzee is also undetermined, but you can't try an ape in court, so that would have counted anyway. Uh, What I mean to say is, the ape is outside of my jurisdiction. Believe me. You can't apply human morality to apes. Due to the nature of this case, I, we, are now appealing to the public. If you believe you have any information about the whereabouts of these two individuals, please contact me immediately at monkey underscore business underscore podcast on Instagram. Oh, right, yes. I seized control of the Instagram page. I figured you dedicated listeners would be best placed to help me solve this case. And surely you'd want to help me now that you know just how serious this is. Why would you not? Are you all complicit in this? Does, oh, we thought it was just a bit, stand up in court? Well, feel free to find out.